Welcome to the Advocate Podcast, a podcast that tells amazing stories from nonprofits and charity organizations in Australia and around the world. I'm your host, Carla Wijaya. Today, I have the honor to invite Dr. Katie Kesselman, president of Blue Note Foundation, to talk about Blue Note Day that is coming up on Thursday the 28th and how to build a trauma-informed community. After that, we are going to chat about all things baking with Marlene Cirillo, program manager at Australian Red Cross on Big Cake Bake fundraising campaign that encourages Australians to raise funds while having fun baking. So, why don't you grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's news brought to you by The Advocate. Blue Note Day is an Australian national day on which Blue Note Foundation calls on all Australians to unite in support of the more than 5 million Australian adults who have experienced complex trauma. This year's theme will be centered around building a trauma-informed community. And this year's Blue Note Day will be held on Thursday, October 28. And today I have the privilege to invite Dr. Katie Kesselman, President of Blue Knot Foundation, to chat with us about Blue Knot Day and how to build a trauma-informed community. Hello, Dr. Katie. Welcome to the Advocate Podcast. How are you today? I'm very well, and you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for joining us at uh, the Advocate Podcast today. So before we begin, tell us a little bit about you and what you do at Blue Knot Foundation. Right, well, Blue Knot is a, is a national organization that works to empower recovery of uh, the more than 5 million Australian adults who are living with the effects of complex trauma. And what we mean by complex trauma is uh, experiences of repeated violence, abuse, neglect, either as a child, a young person or an adult. Yeah. So what is Blue Knot Day that is coming up um, next week? Blue Knot Day is our national day. It's a day on which Blue Knot asks all Australians to unite in support of people who've experienced this sort of trauma in relationships. And it's a day uh, on which we come together to provide support and information and resources to survivors and those who support them so that people can find a pathway to hope and recovery. Yeah. So tell us more about this year's theme. Why is it specifically about a trauma-informed community? So a trauma-informed community is something that's very close to Blue Dot's heart. And what it means is a community which is compassionate and empathic and understands that everyone has experienced different things along life's journey. And people with trauma in particular often have reactions that may seem to others to be excessive or... um, unnecessary but for people who've experienced trauma they have particular sensitivities and vulnerabilities and in the context of their trauma their reactions can make total sense so it's about being supportive providing a safe space being understanding and not judging people and being punitive but knowing that you know people have survived the best they can yeah and we're here as human beings to support one another yeah mm. So how can we achieve a trauma-informed community? Are there any practical tips that we can follow? Well, I think it's a, it's about, you know, uh, putting judgment aside, mm-hmm. uh, listening, hearing, believing, validating the way people feel, not trying to solve things for someone, 
but just saying that you're there, you're listening, um, you're walking alongside someone. What is it that they need in the moment? And it's not about digging into what trauma someone experienced, but just understanding that, you know, they have experienced something and, and it's affecting them, but that they've coped as best they can. Yeah. Uh, so how can you be supportive of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So being in tune and available to listen to others, I guess. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And also the, the other element is holding on to the possibility of recovery. So holding on to hope um, mm. because things can and do get better. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So how did COVID-19 and, you know, lockdowns impact people who have experienced complex trauma? Look, I mean, COVID-19, of course, and lockdowns, we've all, we're all experiencing trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a world where, you know, it's a world where there has been threat and there has been uncertainty and there has been not knowing. And if you've experienced previous trauma, any additional trauma can actually compound that. So it can be harder for people whose nervous system is already on high alert or they're already stressed. Um, and it can it can just you know make isolation even even harder because many people who've experienced abuse or neglect um, are quite isolated and quite withdrawn because they they don't trust easily they don't feel safe yeah. and so here we have a world that's you know been relatively unsafe as well so you know it it could just make things harder. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And then what's on the agenda for? the coming week and how can our listeners join this Blue Knot Day? Yeah, so it's on Thursday the 28th and we've got what we're calling a digital festival of, festival of healing. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to Blue Knot social media, um, you'll be able to follow the day. It starts at quarter to nine and you can see the program on our website. And what happens throughout the day is that we have different activities and people speaking in conversation, some people who've, um, who are sharing some of what helped them in their healing, other people who are those that support people on their healing journey. And we have, uh, we're having some trauma-informed yoga, some work with clay, meditation, and a whole pile of resources that can support survivors and, and their family members on this journey. Mm. Yeah. So any last advice for those who perhaps experience complex trauma and or maybe know a family member or a friend who does, if you can have any last advice for them? Yeah, look, there is help and support available. Um, go to Blue Knot, that's B-L-U-E-K-N-O-T dot org dot au. Our website has a lot of information. It also lists the numbers of our helplines uh, where you can ring up and get support from trauma counsellors. Uh, but it's really about just knowing that, you know, it, it can be a challenging journey, but we know that many, many people uh, do recover and heal and, uh, and, and live, you know, very full rich lives um, and that there's help to even when you can't see that on your own horizon uh, just know that that's possible yeah well thank you so much dr Kelly, for your time and uh, sharing with us a little bit about blue knot day okay thanks for the opportunity thank you for listening to our conversation with dr katie kesselman president of blue knot foundation if you would like to find out more about blue knot foundation visit bluenot.org.au I'll find the link in our description and show notes.
Australian Red Cross Big Cake Bake is not only a fundraising campaign to help people going through tough times, but also to connect with loved ones and colleagues, share a laugh, have a chat, and enjoy the buzz of being together. And if people can't be together, they can still enjoy the much-needed social connection by taking the event online. And today I have Marlene Cirillo, Program Manager at Australian Red Cross, joining me in our podcast to have a chat about Big Cake Bake and how this campaign can support our community. So hello Marlene, welcome to the Advocate Podcast. How are you today? I'm really well, thanks. That's good. Thank you for coming to our podcast today. So before we begin, tell us a little bit about you and what do you do at Australian Red Cross? Yeah, sure. So um, I've been in fundraising for a long time, probably 20 years or more now. And um, at the moment, I'm working at Australian Red Cross and I'm the community fundraising program manager. So uh, our team at Red Cross takes care of great community fundraising campaigns like the Big Cake Bake, um, Red Cross Calling, which happens in March, and then lots of little community fundraisers that um, individuals decide to create, you know, for for their own um, fundraising events um, to support the work of Red Cross and, you know, support uh, the most vulnerable people in our society. Yeah, that's awesome. So what is Big Cake Bake and what are the goals of the campaign? Big Cake Bake is one of our easiest events to get involved in. Uh, It operates on the simple idea of getting a group of people together, whether it's in your workplace, um, in your community group or at schools, uh, and, you know, enjoy cake together and and socialise and uh, contribute uh, on the day to the work of the Red Cross. So I think it works because it is easy and it's social um, and you can... You can work it around your own schedules um, and when people are available. And, of course, everyone loves cake. (laughs) Um, And um, it raises – over the years, it's raised about $2 million for Red Cross, which is amazing. And uh, this year, it has a target of raising around $80,000. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it does sound like a fun uh, activity to do while also raising – uh, funds. I've never heard anything like this before as well, so it's very, very good. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's also, it, it plays on um, Red Cross's, you know, fundamental aim to build community and resilience. Yeah. And this this activity does that in a really um, light uh, and, and friendly, fun way, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, it also can be done during lockdowns. Yeah, so it's been tricky during lockdown. Um, so obviously, you know, one of the main features of the Cake Bake is to get people together mm. and that's been difficult, you know, during during lockdowns across Australia. So uh, we've had to, you know, help our supporters to either um, turn their events into virtual events, which a lot of people have done, yeah. or um, we've also found a lot of supporters have just decided to delay their event until they can, you know, get back together. Mm. And, you know, so many of us across Australia are now coming out of um, some heavy restrictions and, and people should be able to return to the office soon. So um, we, we think that a lot of people will end up having their big cake bake events 
later on in year as as we return um, to gathering. Mm, that's understandable. So, how can the fund raise support um, towards the community, and what kind of community that you guys are focusing in Big Cake Bake? Yeah, so. Um, Big Cake Bake is one of those campaigns that supports all the work of Australian Red Cross. So Australian Red Cross, you know, does a lot of different things in the community. Um, So there's the um, everyday work helping people in Australia and across regions, assisting um, elderly and isolated people to help them stay independent at home. Um, we've got programs to help newly arrived migrants and people seeking asylum and helping them settle safely into their um, new homes and communities. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Red Cross is probably best known for responding during natural disasters. So, you know, when disasters occur, uh, Red Cross is on the ground and on the phones helping people find shelter, find support you know, relocate their their loved ones. Um, So the work is really broad and uh, all the funds raised from Big Cake Bake go to supporting um, all of the work. Yeah, Mm, that's amazing. So a little bit of fun question here. Um, What are some of your favourite recipes to bake or perhaps what are some of the participants baking that you found that you liked the most (laughs) over the years? Yeah, sure. So one of my favourite ones that's come through from lockdown is one of our supporters, Kylie, and um, we loved her story so much we put it on our socials. She um, she decided to bake during lockdown because it was her way of, um, you know, staying positive and it was her self-care project is yeah. what she called it. Um, and so she decided to uh, take orders from her family and friends or do surprise drops to people's houses, of course, you know, in a contactless way because it was um, COVID was on. So um, she did that and then asked people for donations um, after she'd done that. Yeah. And she ended up raising $1,700, which is just amazing. Wow. So even during COVID, um, you know, she managed to do that and she saw it as a way of, you know, creating positivity, um, you know, um have doing random acts of kindness for people in her, her family and in her neighbourhood and just trying to brighten people's days. And then, you know, the bonus is she raised money out of that as well. So yeah. she was baking cupcakes mm-hmm. and um, I do love baking cupcakes as well with my daughter and I suppose it's more about the act of doing something together with mm. someone that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, but if I have to choose my favourite cake, it's carrot cake. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What's your favourite? My favourite cake? Oh, I'm. to be honest, I'm not a sweet tooth person um, to begin with, but um, I used to have a lot of friends that, you know, uh, love sweets and love cakes, so they introduced me to a lot of things. Um, one of my... <laughs> favorite one actually is sticky date pudding like the first time i tried it it was amazing it was really good um and then the other one will be brownies chocolate brownies yeah chocolate brownies for someone with for someone with no sweet tooth you like really sweet yummy cake yeah (laughs) i was surprised as well like i i'm i'm leaning towards more savory stuff when i'm snacking but when i was introduced to different kinds of sweets um like cakes i do like i do like sticky date and i do like brownies that's very surprising (laughs) yeah 
Oh, that's awesome. So you can see people love talking about cake. So you can see why the cafe oh, yeah. is, you know, very popular. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't have anything to talk about, rather than talking <laughs> about the weather, talk about food. <laughs> that's right, yeah. And I think as well, you know, you've got um, things like MasterChef and, you know, different shows on TV that are so popular and focus on baking. So I think people like to try those things for themselves or get inspired by what they're watching as well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah very much so like i haven't find anyone that doesn't like to watch master chef even if they mm. don't like cooking or baking but yeah <laughs> that's awesome so my last question would be what should our listeners do if they want to participate on big cake bake yeah so um usually Big Cake Bake happens in October, but we're extending it out to the end of the year because we realise that a lot of people have delayed their events um, because of COVID. So uh, we've got a few people coming through now telling us their dates for their events. So that's really good to see. Um, so anyone who's listening um, can register at bigcakebake.org.au and we can provide you know, a, a registration and a kit that helps you um, set up your events and set up a fundraising page and that kind of thing. So yeah, just visit the website and there's, there's lots of fun um, ideas and inspiration so that you can create your own event regardless of how big or small you decide to make it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Arlene, for sharing a um, little bit about Big Cake Bag and telling us your favorite cake. <laughs> it's really so much fun. <laughs> Oh, it's my pleasure to talk about cake. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Marlin. Thank you for listening to our conversation with Marlin from Australian Red Cross. If you would like to find out more about Big Cake Bake, visit bigcakebake.org.au or find the link in our description and show notes. Did you know that we've just released the Advocate Digital Edition? Yes, our September Digital Edition features some of the amazing stories that our journalists have done and so much more. It's available on issue for you today for as little as $2.50. By supporting The Advocate, you are supporting the work of our volunteer journalists and allowing us to keep promoting the life-changing efforts of Australian charities. Check our description for more info. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode on The Advocate Podcast. You can read all of the news mentioned today by checking our description and show notes or visit theadvocate.org.au. If you haven't already, don't forget to give our podcast a follow so you won't miss our new episodes. I'm Kala Wijaya, signing off. See you next week and have a great day. <laughs>